This is the Dope Ass Podcast, where I invite you and my guests to wander into the beautiful shit show that is life. From parenting to intimate confessions, nothing is off the table. I'm your host, Andrea Levoff, and I'm here to say the things that we're all thinking, but rarely say out loud. Take a breath, loosen up, and enjoy the show. This is a Soulfire production. Thank you guys so much for agreeing to come on my show. I'm so excited. Yes. We're excited to, to have you here. here. Yeah. I've been listening to your podcast and I'm like really obsessed. So thank you so much. Yeah. Oh my yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you guys are in LA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What yeah, part? Where are you? Um, we're like central LA by Hollywood. Okay, cool. Um, I'm in Chicago, but I got, <gasps> I got my master's degree in Santa Monica. Oh, nice. um, I love it. Yeah. So I was there quite a bit and I just have such a soft spot for it. I love it. I love LA. Yeah. Me too. Man, it's my favorite place I've lived yet. Although like I did get to do a summer in Florence, so that's pretty hard to beat. Oh yeah. Pretty that's hard, hard to beat. beat. Italy. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to compare. Beat. Okay. Well, let's get started. Tell me, cause I'm so curious about like, what is a witch to you guys? What a question. What a question. <laughs> we break this down basically every episode. Talking okay. About this. All right. It's like, if you call yourself a witch, you're a witch. No one is going to give you permission or a certification or anything to be a witch. Like if you are curious about this work and you do it and you're confident yeah. enough to call yourself a witch, you're a witch. Yeah. And you feel it, anyone can be a witch, any gender, any race, any creed. Yes. Okay. Awesome. And when, yeah. when did you like realize, because I've, I've been in like spirituality and doing this work for a long time, but I've never like, and I have crystals and I do, you know, I put my crystals out in the moon and I do this and I do that. So am I a wit? Like, am I a witch? And just didn't know. Oh yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it. Are there certain criteria? Like you must have uh, three crystals <laughs> and you must have um, experienced at least uh, three awakenings. And like, what are, what are no. the criteria? No, I don't think there's any set criteria. Like, okay. like Leah said, so like the whole, um, I think point of witchcraft okay. and being a witch is that it goes inward. It gives the power to you, the individual, like okay. it's the opposite of a typical like Catholic or Christian religion where you give the power like mm-hmm. to like a man in the sky. Um, it's and totally. add opposite from the Western world where there's no degree or ranking that you need to do. You don't need to go to a school to become a witch and follow a certain path. It's like, it's your own path. Got it. You have control mm-hmm. over. Got it. I and love that. We always say witchcraft equals wisdom. So it's kind of like yoga, a lifelong practice or meditation. It's like this is a this is a lifelong learning. Like right. Witchcraft is the gaining of wisdom over time. Which is why we called our show Basic Witches, because we feel like we're always gonna be basic. There's so much to know. It's so exciting. I love that. I absolutely love that. Well, I might just start calling myself a witch then. Yes, yeah, it feels so good. It <laughs> does. Like, it does. scary at first, but then it's like yeah, really empowering. It, it does because I was raised, and obviously I've got my master's degree in spiritual psychology, so I sort of left that old paradigm of what religion was, and it just never really worked for me. I never really felt, I was always like, how can I be this like privileged person who happened to be born in the right place or born into the right family or born into the right 
place on the planet where Christianity was the way and then everybody else is fucked. (laughs) You know what I mean? It just didn't make sense to me, but there's something that resonated it with me, you know, deeply. It's just the paradigm and the system that it was in just didn't Mm -hmm. work for me. So then when I discovered, you know, this program and stuff, it sort of started to shift for me, but I, I really, uh, that resonates with me as well. And witches always were like, to me, like evil or, Oh, yeah. Did you ever see the movie with the witches? With um, wait, are you talking witches? about Angelica Houston? Witches? Yes. Oh yes. yeah, I grew up watching that. I love <laughs> that movie. Totally, so it's so good. It's so but yeah. Good. That paints a very scary picture. As a yeah, typical. like right. we all grew up with that. Yeah, right. Like Wicked Witch of the West. I mean, there was right. Glenda the Good Witch, but she wasn't even really like called witch as much you know it was really the typical depiction mm-hmm. exactly well she was called witch but good was in front of it right right so like, implying yeah. that every other witch is bad exactly yeah and it's so crazy because it's like even even I grew up like kind of um you know when I was really young having that that imagery and then it's like oh I grow up to be a witch yeah <laughs> well you always were a witch so. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah there's really no denying it. Yeah, totally. And so how did you two meet and how did you two start, um, start the basic widget? Well, it was fate. <laughs> I mean, we both took the same musical improv class, okay. which is like super rare in and of itself. There's only one of these classes offered like once in a blue moon. It's like a very small program. We both happened to enroll and meet, and we formed a group of uh, really tight-knit, all-female friends. Mm-hmm. And that that group ended up becoming Adele Dazeem, our musical improv team. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that was once prolific before quarantine. <laughs> right. I know, right? I know. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that group ended up... It, it was it was really cosmic. Like it was part of the divine feminine uprising. I'm convinced mm-hmm. because it was like all these powerful women, and it was right around the election. Yes, right before the election, uh, back in 2016. Okay, got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so we like forged this sisterhood of like lifting each other up, like I've never had before. Like, just, oh, I love that, especially yeah. in the comedy community. That's extra hard to find, actually, especially exactly. for women. Yeah. Yes. For sure. It was like the lowest percentage odds for all of this to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. It was really magical. And yeah, from there, we just started hanging out, smoking weed, doing yoga together and talking about patriarchy and witchcraft and how fucking powerful women are to, when we yeah. come together. Yeah. And yeah. From that, it's just literally been magic. <laughs> That's awesome. I can totally feel that with you guys. It's, it's, I don't, I have like a way, I don't know. You can tell when two people are really good friends and like, they just have like a, a thing. So you guys have got it. So. <laughs> We've got yeah. the magic. Got it. You've got the magic for <laughs> sure. <laughs> for sure. And so you talk a lot about um, self-love and self-care and, you know, in the times like this, I feel like you've either gone you've gone one or two ways, right? You've either fallen off completely because I have sisters and, you know, brothers in spirituality. And mm-hmm. most of the people that I know that were on the path have like, it's gone deeper, right? Like it's mm-hmm. gotten, it's gotten, I wouldn't say harder because I don't want to put that out there, but it's gotten ripe for um, learning, right? Like it's a yeah. lot of shadow it's work. A lot, right yeah, now. a lot of stuff going on. And so, and then people that maybe this is their first, like, this is their first time where they're like, Oh, like maybe I should turn inward. Like maybe there is something else going on. 
So what do you like, what advice do you have for people now that are going through this, like for self-care, because it's so challenging right now, what kinds of things are you girls doing for, um, for that? I would say first embrace the feels. Like if Mm -hmm. you feel like shit, let yourself feel like shit because things are heavy. And when we repress those feelings and then act like they're not real, then it gets worse. Um, so sit in those feelings and journaling and meditation is a big first step, just quieting the mind and, um, being okay with everything that comes up. Mm. I'll piggyback off of journaling. One of my regular exercises, uh, in quarantine now is morning pages from the artist way. Oh, I love the artist yeah. way. Yeah. I read that in high school. I oh, love nice. That. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. So it's like writing three solid journaled out handwritten, specifically handwritten pages. Um, I learned that the handwriting is because like it slows you down enough to really get the thoughts out. Right. And the, the point of it is, is like, um, just a brain dump of like, uh, not judging it. Not, I don't ever really read it back. It's not like quality work. You know, it's not about right. <laughs> what you write. It's just about doing it. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I have like, it's been a journey with quarantine and with my self care. Like at first I upped it like crazy. Like yeah. when we, when quarantine and lockdown first started happening, I was, I was um, feeling really scared. Like my main emotion was fear yeah. of the virus and the world. Um, so I started like doing up to like two, like two hours of meditating a day which is oh, more than wow. I've ever done. Yeah. So I, I really like front loaded my self care. And then I guess it's kind of leveled out as yeah. we get more used to the situation. Mm-hmm. Completely. Yeah. And like I, everything goes in phases and mm-hmm. cycles of the moon and all that. And what cycle we're in like a powerful cycle right now, aren't we? I don't Today know. Today okay. is the full moon in Aries, the harvest moon. Yeah. Oh, while we're okay. recording this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what does that mean? Tell me more about that. Aries is fire sign. They're a big leader. Time to be bold and speak your truth and stand in your power and be the leader that you feel you're meant to be Mm -hmm. in whatever way that is. Okay. I feel like this like moon cycle. So starting today's October 1st, when we're recording, um, for like the next month, this moon in Aries will be like, um, awakening some new leaders, like new or people that have been sitting on it. I think they're going to like more people are going to, um, speak out which yeah is so timely with the so timely. politics you know so timely uh, yeah. I I struggle like most people probably do with this election and with the leaders that we have in place right now but honestly I can't imagine not having my spiritual background and having that lens and just seeing this from like not being connected to anything and just being like what the fuck is going yeah. on you know at least yep. we at least we have that perspective where we can, you know, step outside of ourselves and say, this is happening because of this, this, and this, and we can shift right. it. Yep. It's um, all connected. It's all connected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, to any of like the listeners that are empathic, cause I'm sure a lot of your listeners are. Yeah. Um, so people like us are extremely sensitive. Mm-hmm. So we're like this whole COVID times has been like that much harder on you. Um, if you're empathic or super sensitive. So like, um, kind of a daily reminder that you're not crazy is like a really good self-care. So, yeah. I love that. Seriously. Like, like, yeah. like, list, like writing it out to yourself or recording a voice memo or something of like, 
okay, a lot of shit is happening and I'm a feeler and I really feel it. So like be nice to myself. Yeah. I'm not crazy. Mm. I love that. Or putting it in your calendar. So it pops up. Remember, you're not crazy. 2 p.m. (laughs) (laughs) The world is crazy. You're just a feeler. Okay. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine not having that. uh, Yeah. That knowledge just that, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, what else I think is so important during this time is like, just get over it and ask for help. Like I know people are not used to asking for help, but fuck everyone's challenged right now. So like if you're listening and you've been feeling frustrated, ask someone for help. To quote Demi Lovato, it's okay not to be okay. I love that. It's so true. Like I feel like I have a therapist. I have a life coach. I'm an (laughs) acupuncturist. I have a reflexologist. I I walk. It takes a village. It takes a village. It does. And people will look at me and say, oh my God, she's got it together. And I do, but what, I mean, it's like, I could Mm -hmm. just like, it's vulnerable to ask for help, but it's it's super vulnerable, but I feel like it gets easier once you do it, once you do it a few times. Yeah. The Mm -hmm. first time is so the hardest. And I often find that people want to help you. They often just don't know how to, which is why it's important to express like what you need or what you're looking for, what you're lacking. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really calling it out and saying, this is what I need from you. It would be great if you could check out on me every once in a while. Like, yeah. yeah. And see, that's like the type of magic that I love to talk about on Basic Witches. It's like the everyday magic of, mm-hmm. oh, like now that I've asked for help a few times, I see how good it feels for both me and the person helping me. And then, oh, right. I end up helping them. Like, uh-huh. that's magic. Like, that's yeah. energy. Yeah, that's like the flow. That's so mm-hmm. like, like you're right. Like, if you don't ask for help, then that person doesn't have the opportunity to stand up and help and like step into their mastery or what they might have experience that could help you. So humans need community. We used to live, we used to live in villages and like help each other raise children and stuff. Like we are literally born to be together in community and help each other. Right. And COVID just completely takes that away. Completely. Right. Exactly. I was, um, I was writing, I'm doing like a zoom comedy, um, thing for this brand. And I was like trying to write my bit and I was like, this is just, not that funny. <laughs> I was like trying to talk about COVID and home learning. And I was like, this is just really not funny. Like all these jokes I'm telling are not like, how, how do I make this funny? You know? And I, and I was laughing because when I had my kids, like obviously we moved, we moved into our house when they were babies and we designed it and I didn't put locks on any doors, right? Like mm. everything was just, I was like, I don't need a lock on that. I don't need a, I don't need a lock on that door. And now I'm like, why didn't I put locks on these doors? Like I literally can't escape. Like the only door that we have a lock on is the outside door. And COVID has showed us that (laughs) actually what you need to be afraid of is what's inside. (laughs) It's not what's outside. It's inside. And I think that's true for our families, for our relationships, for ourselves. Like, yeah, it's like the interior. And Mm. I think COVID is like showing that like this is is like. It's so poetic. We're literally inside while we're being forced to go inside. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And for someone like Mm -hmm. me, whose coping mechanism was to go out and do and do and do and be Mm -hmm. out in the world to avoid other, you know, unpleasant feelings or truths or whatever I needed to look at. Gemini? 
No, I'm an Aquarius actually. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm a Gemini, yeah. so I really Oh, you to are? That. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Airs. Air signs. Yeah. yeah. And my mom is a Gemini, so I'm very familiar. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Or not nice. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. We're paired up with the right parents for our own, like, I feel like as as learning from like having two kids, like it is just really a beautiful thing and like a hard thing that we are just like paired up perfectly with the people. I'll push your button, you push my button, I'll push your button until we like realize what, you know, we're supposed to learn. What, so. Right, you need to learn exactly. Yeah. yeah so. so like, what have you been doing with, I mean, cause honestly, I can't even imagine having kids and, and being locked in. Um, um, well they're, so they're back in school now. So that's, yeah. that's a good thing for us, but we were just like in survival. I mean, <laughs> I don't really know, to be honest, like, I don't know how I got through it. I don't know. I just, I went for lots of walks. <laughs> Did you just like, black out? <laughs> I just like, I didn't, so I didn't drink. I didn't like, I, I think in the very beginning, I was like, it was like kind of funny. And like my girlfriends and I would get on zooms and we drink. And then I was like, okay, this yeah. isn't, this isn't going to work long-term. Like, you know what I mean? Like for like a week maybe, but like, I'm yeah. not the kind of person that can just like numb out like that. Right. So I stopped, I stopped drinking altogether. And then I just, I think I walked, like I walked mm. a ton. Like I would just, the only thing we could do. So I would just go out and luckily the weather was getting nicer in Chicago and just walk. Yes, same. My walks yeah. have been really saving me throughout yeah. quarantine because it's like the respite, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And it's so yeah. important. And the fresh air. Yeah, the fresh air. Well, yeah. here yeah. it's not, not so fresh. Right. What and how is that situation any better? It's it's a little better right now. Where we are. Where we are. <laughs> but this is only the beginning of fire season and like you know, at a point during the fires, it got to where the air quality was in the 200s, which is like extremely hazardous. Like your yeah. phone actually has a warning. If you have like an iPhone and the weather app, your phone here has warnings now of like the air is um, dangerous. Yeah. You shouldn't be yeah. breathing the air. Like how scary is that? That is, that's, a, I mean, it's kind of like COVID, right? Like it really, yeah. that, that really like touches on oh, yeah. our like deepest fears. Like not being able to breathe, like literally. Well, and with George Floyd and... Oh, uh, right. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. Again, everything is connected. <sighs> Everything's so connected. Everything's and, so- and think about how like the breath, as spiritual people, we know how important the breath is. Like yes. how, you know, when you meditate, you focus on it or like... Um, right. Breath is literally what gives us life. That's what keeps us alive. Right. Yeah, it's the con- the constant, the one constant. Speaking of breathing, I'm gonna hit my bowl. <laughs> Speaking of lung health, and- <laughs> do it. But yeah, the, the air quality's gone gone back to being like um, moderate, which is okay. kind of our average for LA. Okay. Um, but yeah, it just makes me feel like you know I'm psychic and I feel sometimes glimpses of what I think is possibly like the future. Mm -hmm. Um, and it feels kind of like a time collapse because I really, really like think time is not linear and absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you can, you can feel when you're super empathic, you can like feel forward and backward easier than other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've just been feeling lately 
um, that this is a, a longer battle. Like this is, um, my body is telling me like prepare for years of war. And I'm not saying this to scare people. I just, yeah, metaphorically years of war, um, not like a battle. Like it's not about this, this election coming up. It is, but it's like, that's one battle. And I just feel how we're in this time that's longer than we thought, like a lot longer than we thought. That makes sense because if you think about it, I remember when they shut everything down, everyone was like, oh, two or three weeks. weeks. Yep. Right? Yeah. The first day of that, I was like, it's not two weeks. She no. was like, what do you Don't mean? And I was that. like, it's not two years. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's not two years either. <laughs> I'm oh, kind of like, yeah. I need that right now. Oh my goodness. So I, so I like, um, have a confession to make. I, yeah. I came to the realization the other day that I think I might have manifested quarantine because I was looking at my vision board that I had done a couple years ago and I had left up like just left up and had like forgotten about. And I had this newspaper article or like magazine clipping and it's got like this happy family and it says, be beachy, be silly, be home. And I was like, holy shit. Oh no. We're all home. We're all home. Like, and I was like, I took it down really fast. (laughs) It's too late. I was like, it's too late. I was like, did I do this? No. But hey. I feel like, I don't know why or what I did or why, but I feel like I'm a super charged manifester. Mm. And so like, for, for example, when I was little, my favorite movie was Goodfellas. Like I loved that movie. <laughs> I loved awesome. the mafia. I love gangsters. And I had a real obsession with Ray Liotta. And I would like, he was just like in the movie, he was so cute. It was Henry Hill. And I like had such a crush on him. Well, Fast flashback to a couple years ago, I was in New York and I met him in a hotel. And he oh. was like, let's go get a drink. And I oh. went and got a drink with him. And I seriously, you guys, I swear to God, I manifested that. Oh, oh yes, yeah. Did. And I was like, supercharged. I was like, I mean, it only took me like 25 years. <laughs> sure, but, it's but still. still. And so then I was, so then I was like, I've decided I'm this like powerful manifester. I've had all these experiences in my life where actually the street I live on now, I used to walk this neighborhood when I was in my 20s and be like, I'm gonna have a house in this neighborhood. I have right. that for a certain neighborhood right now happening for me. Mm-hmm. Like where and I'm like, are, oh, I'm gonna live there. Oh, you are. Yeah. You know, you definitely yeah. So, I know. Yeah. It's crazy. I recently so, manifested a cottage that literally I was taking a bath and thinking about like, oh, that's gonna be where I live. I'm just gonna release it. Yeah. So let's talk about that. It comes naturally, I think, to both of us, but there's also techniques and and. Yeah. So So tell us, uh, tell us about that. Like what are some things like that people can do? Cause I think to some people it's super foreign. Like they are just like, what? Like they'll just throw up a picture of a Rolex and be like, yeah, you know, so what is, what is your techniques? What do you do to, to manifest? I I created a course called we'll manifest some shit and I broke it down into four steps. Um, you can remember it, like check your badge. So it's vision action, accountability, and gratitude. Okay. Like in that order. Okay. I love that. So like visualizing what it is you want, taking small action on those little steps, accountable to both yourself and other people being honest and communicating what you need and want and desire. 
mm-hmm. then having gratitude for everything that's happened in the past and where you currently are and everything that's to come. It's a lot about surrender. I love that. So it's sort of like, it's like not Release. being attached to mm-hmm. the outcome. Yeah. And trusting that it, that you deserve what's coming for you. Yeah. Cause I think people get caught up at least in the beginning when I was trying to figure out what I've always been doing is that it's more about, it's more about the feeling mm-hmm. that you'll have when you have those things or like when you are experiencing that life you want. It's more about... Well, when you met up with Ray Liotta, it probably felt, which is how I feel when things come true. It's like, oh, I've already experienced this in my head. And now yes. it feels like I'm living in a dream. Yes. Because your mind doesn't know the difference between reality mm-hmm. and like a well-imagined mm-hmm. fantasy, basically. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. And, and, yes. and I mean, what even is reality? Reality is individual it's like to each person's perception is the only is the only thing that you can actually be sure exists right (laughs) um it's kind of like the i think therefore i am it's like yeah you can't really ever know if anyone else is really in your reality you only have your experience so why not like why not try to imagine like good things in your reality Right. Because your um, other option is imagining bad things and right. that's just stupid. Cause mm-hmm, why would you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I had this come to me around manifesting recently. Um, it's not as much about looking forward. It's about looking around. So like, Ooh, I love that. Yeah. Like you, you can't focus too much on, you know, it is a goal. It is something you want to either attain or achieve, you know, when you're manifesting. So that's future. But then it's about looking around and seeing everything you have. It's like so much gratitude. And seeing the resources that you have, because there might be people in your circle that are able to help you with that goal. Right. And I think the people, like, it's almost like once you set something in place, the right people just start Mm -hmm. popping up. And often if you just simply say it out loud to yourself or another person or journaling is like a huge first step. Yeah. Just acknowledging that that desire is there. Mm, Yeah. And that's so hard sometimes, right? Like that's even hard to like, I don't know if it's a worthiness thing, but I think people have problems like, you know, oh, I want this, but like, am I okay? Is like, is that okay to want that? Am I good enough? Like, okay. You're hitting on the thing I wanted to say about this. It's like, yes. And sometimes you don't even get to the privilege of hearing that thought you just said. You don't even have the awareness that you're thinking that you don't deserve it. It's actually buried. Mm, But but in there, it's usually like a deep childhood wound or or something from your past that is is a belief going on saying, I don't deserve what I want. And then that will stop you from manifesting. And if you resonate with that, you should take learn to fucking love yourself, my self-love course, because- It's really about like mining into your brain and getting the shit out and then applying like so much love in there. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That when you get, it's like when you get on your own team and really fucking love yourself, you become unstoppable with manifesting and like doing the things you want. No one's in your way anymore. Yeah. And you really, including yourself Mm -hmm. and you really believe you deserve it now. Right. It gets me very excited. Like, I, I love see it. so much potential in people. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? 
Yeah. But they are in their own ways. And I know that because I have been. Yeah. Everybody has it, right? I mean, even even the most successful people that you see, like, have had their share of shit or their share of experiences. And it just gets to new levels, like, uh, the higher you get. Yeah, for sure. Success-wise, you know. For Mm -hmm. sure. We had this Taoist witch on the pod, uh, Maja Dao. um, And she described, like, so Taoism is, like, centrist, like, um, that there's no, there's, there's two sides to every coin and in the middle is truth. Okay. Like, so there's only one truth. (laughs) Um, But she described life as like these concentric circles stacking on top of each other. Basically you're going around one of your circles. You're like learning the same lessons over and over until you finally break through. And then you just go up to a new circle. So it's like, yeah, the growth doesn't ever end Mm -hmm. and the like work doesn't ever end, but you up level. And do you think you, uh, do you think you go faster? Like as you start doing it more, do you think it goes faster and do the I lessons, do, yes, so. Yeah. So the lessons get, get less challenging like or less they, of a big jump maybe? Yeah. Like yeah. I'm just wondering, cause I noticed that about myself. Like I will break, I'll come to like, it was, it was kind of like when I took that program, I was like building the tools, right? And I was going through it and nothing was really going on in my life, but I was still getting these tools. And then it was mm-hmm. like, three years after I graduated, I was like, don't, don't, you know, (laughs) oh, here it is here. Here it comes. But I had this foundation. So it, it helped me, but I want, I often wonder, like, I'll say to myself, like, okay, I am done, like complete. I'm done with that. Like, (sighs) thank you so much. I appreciate the lesson. And I choose not to repeat this pattern. Please give me something else. (laughs) Oh, totally. I think please give me a a taste of something else. Like, because yeah. So at least that's my hope is that you, you just bounce back faster or the awareness comes quicker yeah. or you, yeah. Or the levels are maybe closer together, like less of a big jump as you ascend. Um, right. But I think also when you have a huge trauma happen or a huge hardship, you dip down for yeah. a while and it uproots old shit, but then you fucking soar to like a way higher level. Right. For so, sure. It's not like a consistent climb. I think there's dips. In. No, it's like steps back. It's like one step yeah. and then two steps and, back and then three yeah. steps forward. And then, yeah. Uh-huh. And the more things you go through, you look back at what you've already survived and you're like, oh, I got this. <laughs> so would you say, it sounds like your courses would be like great to take in tandem or mm-hmm. like take together. A lot because of people do. Yeah. I and think w- for most people, I would start with the self-love because it will guarantee the manifesting. Manifesting oh, for sure. Hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's, it's so, it's not, I think hard, it's not hard. It's just, it's like, I'm looking for the word. It's, it's just hard like, if you're like fighting against yourself. Like, yeah. And you don't realize it. Completely. Um, yeah. Because it can be very easy. Like for someone like Leah, who's been practicing and doing it. Like, but like, I also had to work on the self-love first. Yeah. Like years yeah. ago. Like it's been 10 yeah. years. Of, yeah. Yeah. We used oh, to, I, I love the quote. Um, I've heard before, like healing is the application of love to the places inside that hurt. Mm-hmm. And that's like yeah. love from, from ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not giving it's ourselves not the love that we maybe yeah. never had or yeah. didn't know was available to us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So this what is our are our favorite shit to talk about? I know. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Yeah. And if something comes up, just, just fire it out there. Yeah. What do you, what are some ways, like <laughs> someone that doesn't know, like they're like, what is self-love? What does that mean? Like what, mm-hmm. what are some like easy things to do? Cause I know what I do, but I don't know, maybe 
it doesn't resonate with some people, you know, like it just. Well, I think this is what I kind of tell people as like a, um, a one-on-one on self-love. Um, it actually does come down to a choice. Mm -hmm. So if you're struggling with it, there's some level of you that's choosing not to, and you get to decide right now, if you want, that you are going to love yourself. And like, making that choice changes something in your brain, like being direct about that choice, even if you don't mm-hmm. know how yet, but you decided you, you, you want to, like you're doing this. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then is the second step I like to recommend is acceptance, um, which doesn't mean that you can't want to improve something about yourself. It just means I'm going to accept myself as I am today, like as is, so that I can be kinder to myself and actually succeed in making the changes I want to make. But I think, yeah, those are two like, yeah, I guess you could say basic places to start. Yeah, Yeah. I get that. But I think people say, oh, well, I, you know, I take baths and I light candles and I do this and that's Mm -hmm. my self-love and I take myself for massages, which yeah, sure. It could be like, that could be part of it. But if you're, saying hateful things to yourself or your right. yes. thoughts turn into things. Yes. I like yes. to think self-love is um, learning how to love being by yourself. Truly, <laughs> like that. Truly being with yeah. yourself. Because mm-hmm. I, you know, Gemini, I used to hate being by myself, always doing things, social butterfly. Um, but then like I got into a deep depression and I truly learned to love like finding things for me to do with myself that make me feel good. Um, and this also came along with therapy and life coaching and meditation and everything possible that made me feel good because I needed to treat myself and teach myself how to love myself. I wasn't taught that. Uh, no, most like, of us most, aren't. Yeah. 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 And, and a lot of people are really scared to be by themselves and there's a day in, in the Learn to Fly course that's uh, a no phone zone and you have to turn your phone completely off. Oh, I love evening. that. Yeah. And the, the point is teaching you to be with yourself for your self-love. Yeah. And I mean, healthy boundaries around social media never hurt anybody that was on the yeah, self-love. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Emails and texts too. You know, we're all expected to be available all the time I now. I but hate we that. Actually don't I know. need to be. I know. I thought about taking my emails off my phone because oftentimes I'll get on my phone and I'll look at an email, but then I won't even respond and then I'll forget. And then, Mm -hmm. so it's just having like a designated time to, you know, like look at my emails and respond and then move on, I think would be like, I don't know. But I think as far as boundaries go, I think that's something I struggled with a lot. I wasn't really taught boundaries or how to set them or that it was actually kind and other people to set boundaries. And Mm -hmm. so that's something I struggled with as an adult and would hope. I think especially as a woman. Yeah. Yeah. We're not taught. We're, we're literally, you know, nurturers, mothers. We're supposed to raise like our children and provide and cook and clean, you know, stereotypically. And like, but we aren't taught to actually step up for ourselves first. And actually when you do that, it's not selfish. You're actually able to give more love to other people because your cup is full. Completely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As I described this and learn to fly, it's like, we are going to do the whole, we'll put your own oxygen map out for other people, but like, we're not waiting for the plane to be crashing to do that. Like, Mm -hmm. let's do that now. 
let's take right. care of ourselves now so we can help. Yeah. Right. And actually yeah. nowadays, like we are at that, the plane is crashing. So I guess yeah. we're already there. <laughs> is there another pilot on board? <laughs> I want to fly a plane. <laughs> so funny. It's so true. I guess the one comforting thing about it is I feel like for once, we can all admit we're on the same boat. Like there's a bit Isn't of Isn't that so nice? Yeah. Yeah. There's a bit of oneness, even mm-hmm. despite the kind of chaos and the mm-hmm. uncertainty. Oh, it, it made me feel like, cause as an actor in LA, you're, you're often unemployed, you know, you're like, yeah. you're looking for jobs all the time. Mm-hmm. And so with the pandemic, it made me feel so much better in a way. Cause I was like, Oh, a lot of people are in my boat now of like, it, it allowed me to take away the judgment, the harsh judgment on myself, um, because Ooh. it was like so clear that this job thing is out of my control. It's kind of out of everyone's control. Yeah, completely, like, completely. Everyone's on unemployment. Everyone's helpless. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so <laughs> true. Comforting. <laughs> I actually found a bit of comfort in it that I like in the very beginning. I was like so chill and like sleeping like a freaking baby. I was just really? like I. <laughs> I was. I was like, I have literally nothing. Like everything that I ever thought I should worry about is so minuscule now compared to like just not dying of COVID. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like if I don't die of COVID, like I've I've survived. And if I do, I guess I died. You know, it was sort yeah. of like you won't like, know it. I won't know it, and it is what it is. So it was just like I don't know. It's weird, but I like just like totally. I'm different now. Mm-hmm. I, I've gotten my, my human worries back, but mm-hmm. in the beginning I was just like, so chill. It's like, like just the like, world went through an existential crisis all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Really thinking about life and death and what it all means and what it all, what it's what all What am for. I doing? Yeah. Yeah. What's important. What do I really mm-hmm. want to focus on? What right. do I want to accomplish? What do I want to be known as? Like, Yep. Now imagine if we fucking talked about and embraced death in our culture all the time. Right. I think completely. Yeah. It would take a crisis to wake up probably. Like it Exactly. Take- yeah. We're all running around as if we're invincible and we matter so mm-hmm. much and ego and it's like no, everyone needed a dose of reality. Death is real like yeah. wake up. It's so scary though. COVID I know provided that. It it did. My <laughs> daughter, she's 10. And she's, she's like all into TikTok and like the whole TikTok phenomenon. And it is not just, but it is not just dances. It is like some fucked up shit on there. Oh yeah. She's like watching all of it. And so she's asking me about death and she's like, she's like, she's like, am I kind of obsessed with it? And I always tell her, she's like, are you afraid of death? And I'm like, not really, you know, like I'm really not. And she's like, but it's hard to explain that in 10 year old terms. Cause I remember being her age and being really afraid of it. Yeah. Like afraid to go to sleep or afraid to like sleep alone or like that whole like nighttime thing. And she's totally going through that. And I'm like, I think it's, it's magnified by TikTok, but it's something I think we all kind of go through as a child or, you know, and some people yes. are still afraid of it, but it is interesting how uh-huh. the pandemic did like sort of nail it down or like hammer it and you know like show it, it right in your face yeah right. so yeah it's just interesting and I don't think all other cultures aren't like that like there's so right. many cultures that embrace it and it's just like yeah live. Muertos, yeah the dead they yeah. Like right. celebrate yeah it's so crazy because it's literally the only thing that we know is going to happen <laughs> yep right 
Yeah. I mean, there, there's this book denial of death, um, that shows kind of the research behind, like, if you, if you trace it back, most of our moves are like coming from a fear of death. Most of the decisions and choices and things we do, like, I love this example because I relate to it. I used to be like afraid to shit at a guy's house. Like if I was seeing a guy, like, oh, yeah. you know, I'd be like, I have to wait till I get home. Um, and like that, there's a term for it, but I forget what it's called. But like, it's because your poop reminds you that it's like waste and decay. It's like oh a reminder of death subconsciously and yeah you you, it's scary (laughs) I I get that that's probably I wonder if you could like on a subconscious level you'd be like I'm sorry I have to go home because subconsciously I'm afraid of dying and (laughs) I think he has to die and I don't want to show my decay here (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness so now I shit wherever I want and I'm really like proud of it i literally had to work on that in therapy you guys so like, that's empowerment that is that i'll is talk about it too it is i'm like oh i'm a human mm-hmm. and to I be sh- able to shit wherever you want is super yeah. empowering i've actually i have shit in the woods once recently and i never thought i'd be able to say that oh i've shit in the I ocean oh really <laughs> oh, oh damn my whole <laughs> Maybe that's an Atlantic Ocean thing. <laughs> oh yeah, that sounds like a dream. I'm trying story. to think of like the weirdest place. I think, I mean, I've de- definitely done it on an airplane, which I feel like is super yeah, awesome. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you have to. <laughs> oh my goodness, so funny. So I funny. Honestly, I kind of liked the woods one because there was no humans around. It was it was like I was backpacking like deep. In the you were woods. like a you were like a bear. Yeah, it was, it's primal. Yeah. It's primal. Yeah. I was backpacking in the ocean too. <laughs> <laughs> DM me if you've also shit in the ocean. I can't be alone. <laughs> There's got to be someone else. Well, fish. Yes, thank well, you. Fish do. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it anymore. For the record, this was like a kid thing. Okay. <laughs> You don't believe me. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> that is so funny. I, I'm sure I could if it like came up, you know, especially after letting go of that fear. But yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so what else? Like, so tell me, let's talk about your programs a little bit more. Like what can people expect to like get out of mm-hmm. them if you want to take turns and like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go first. Um, okay. For Learn to Fly, uh, my clients who have finished it have been like, whoa, you're not fucking around. That was hard, but I feel amazing. Yeah. So I feel like that kind of summarizes yeah. the experience. Like everyone's kind of had that same reaction to it. And is it is it something that you kind of uh, like got the curriculum by things that you went through and by things yeah. that you've done? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Every, yeah. Everything that... Um, that I put into it is something that I know worked for me. So I felt like I can actually recommend this because I know over years, this is, this is the techniques that worked for me. And like mine is super technique driven. Um, okay. What I wanted to do was like make it tactical because so much of spirituality and self-care is like, nah, you know, I, esoteric or like elusive a little bit. And this is like, no, um, literally sit down and do what I say. Like I yeah. tell you what to do. I say that to my therapist all the time. I'm like, okay, <laughs> tell, me what I, to do. tell me what to do. Like I need homework. I don't yes. like, uh-huh. like, okay, I'm supposed to release my anger, but how? 
Like literally. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So every day, um, it's 15 days and it's designed for you to just repeat it as many times as you want throughout life. Um, but it's 15 days each day. I give you a quick video lesson explaining like why, what you're about to do works. Yeah. Um, and why it's important. And then I give you the assignment of what to do. And that, that's like some days, um, are very like emotionally deep. Um, going in and checking in on like, what are those beliefs you've been believing? And then other days um, are like, indulge, practice what it feels like to indulge in something. What feelings come up when you indulge? Are you mad at yourself? Are you judging? You know, um, and it's, and then like the no phone day. um, And it's interesting because you know, for some people, like the relaxation day is the hardest. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got but, that down. I could totally do that. <laughs> <laughs> I do now, but it used to be hard for me. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so oh, it's, it's felt so amazing to like get to see these people look lighter who have yeah. taken it. And that's why it's so cool that it turned out to be learn to fly because like, I just wanted to name this program, learn to fucking love yourself. And then after I realized it's like, it stands for fly. Wow. That's yeah. really what happened to me with that. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, hey, I, love a good, I love a good acronym. Right? Pussy power. Yes. Um, and yeah, everyone who takes the program gets a one-on-one session with me. A coaching oh, that's session. Awesome. So yeah. So yeah. some people have used it as like their SOS during the program. <laughs> yeah. Um, if they were like really challenged and then other people use it after Um, and, uh, I love this about my program. It's pay what you can afford. So there's like a three ring, you could choose whatever tier you can afford. And I vowed that if that's still not affordable, we work out a price for you. Um, it's kind of community based. Like I have students in there at a certain dollar amount. I have students in there at a way different dollar amount. Like, yeah, anyone who needs it gets it. I vow that to you. Cost is not prohibitive. We work it out. That's awesome. I love that. Love, love, love. For woe manifest some shit. Very similar based off real life. Um, mm-hmm. I tweeted at Kevin Smith for 278 days in a row um, to try to get into his movie and it worked. Oh my um, goodness. <laughs> yes. So I go through that whole story, um, breaking down the steps and a lot of it is self-care and self-love and gratitude and journalizing, journaling and, and visualizing. Um, and you know, yeah, going in and it's a four week course. A lot of people have also been repeating it, which is awesome. And they get different things out of it each time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. That's and awesome. And 10% of the proceeds have been going to the Loveland Foundation, which provides therapy to black girls and women. And I really love that part of it because getting to give money while also helping people fucking like enjoy their lives. Yeah. That's it's incredible. Win, win, win. That's incredible. And I've seen people like come out of the closet to their family and people have started businesses and they've built their friendships with the other people in the course through accountability. And it's just, it's so magical. Like it makes me want to cry sometimes thinking about it. I just realized about like, this is so Gemini of Leah and so Scorpio of me. It's like her, her um, course, a huge part of it is the community of like the different will manifest some shit students. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And mine, there is like the option to, to connect, but it's really (laughs) self-focused. It's really like, 
shut your door. Don't let anyone in. Yeah. So it's working. I never realized It's like, that. I'm crying right now. Stay out. I love it. I love it. That is so funny. That is amazing. Yeah. Um, do you know, did you guys, do you know the Enneagram? Do you know what numbers you are on the Enneagram? I'm a seven. I forget. I'm a seven too. Is, but we're like, it's basically, oh, nice. It's like Gemini social butterfly type. It's a, uh, it's what the, it's the enthusiast. Oh, oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I'm two, the giver. Oh, okay. Yeah. My best friend is a two. I actually, oh, I thought it was a nine for a really long time and the nine and the seven are so different. Well, you can, um, What's the nine? it can change throughout your life. The nine is the, I think it's the peacemaker. Oh. I think it's the peacemaker. It's the top. It's like the, mm-hmm. the top of the Enneagram. And I, right. I don't know why, but I read it now and I'm just like, why did I ever think anyway, but they're well, very different. Well, it, it can change throughout your life. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe it's because okay. you set boundaries. It sounds like. That might yeah, be- you're right. A nine struggles with that. A nine struggles with like finding like how they feel and like having mm-hmm. their own sort of opinion. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm still a bit of a nine. I think the last time I took it, I was like a seven and then the nine was the next, like mm. the next one. You know what I recommend? This is fun. If you have like a witchy best friend um, or someone spiritual, yeah. um, you take the Enneagram test for, for your friend, like answering what you believe about your friend's personality and then they do it for you too and then you compare their result with your own when you took it like that's how I did mine with my sister and we yeah where the overlap was we um we were like yeah that's your score like we both came to the same number yeah because often we I think we like oh it's hard to answer questions for yourself sometimes especially Mm -hmm. if you yeah so that's interesting. I like that. Yeah. It's a fun like, name. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Wait, what are your other signs? Do you know? I'm, uh, I'm an Aquarius. Um, and then I think I'm an Aries rising. Um, and my moon is also an Aquarius. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I, I know. I, I have like the chart. I've done all the things. I've done like, <laughs> I've done astrocartology when I was like trying to decide where to move. And so like, I know where like where my lines are and like the luckiest places for me to live. And like, Wait, I've never heard of this. That's so cool. Yes. It's like making a map with your specific. Yeah. Stars. So it lines up the planets when you were born around the globe, around the world. So there's certain like, like I grew up under my Mercury line, which okay. can be like Mercury moves super slow. And it's like that sort of like, kind of heavy kind of, isn't it like, um, communication too. Yeah. Communication. And so like, I grew up feeling like it's hard to describe, but just like, I got to get out of here. Like, this is (laughs) like, it was just too like Mm -hmm. heavy for me. So like, it's interesting. Like I have really great lines like in, um, Argentina. So even like bringing in like a relic or like a picture of your like lucky places, can like shift your energy or like bring you luck or stuff like that. I need so, to do this. Yeah, yeah, you have to do it. You have That's to do so it. Cool. I did someone. I did it with someone in LA. I can give you her name. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come on and like. This was a blast. This was so fun. So. Fun. And we're definitely going to so have fun. you on the podcast and have. So I have fun. a confession <laughs> to make. When Sean yes. sent me that email, I was like. For some reason in my head, you guys were interviewing me until like 10 o'clock this morning. And then I was like, 
I was like, wait a minute. And I went to check it and I was like, you're kidding me. Oh, and you're like, oh, it's my show. <laughs> <laughs> that happens all the time with, with podcast, podcast. Like, yeah. I'm like, wait, is it their show or our show? <laughs> exactly. And so I was like scrambling, but it all worked out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, it was so good. So thank Should you we pull so much. A card for your listeners. I'm just feeling like that might yeah, be kind of nice for them. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Do, do you know when this comes out? You don't have to know. But. I don't know yet. I don't know okay, yet. Okay. Yeah. It'll, I'm sure it'll apply to whenever it comes out. Okay. Okay. So this would be, would you like to pose the question? Uh, sure. What am I? So any question whatsoever? Yeah. Question. And it could be for you or the world or your listeners or. Okay. So I guess my question, my, it just came to me. What, like, what should I be focusing on right now? What's I like. So this is the Iris deck. I'll show you. Oh, I love that. So pretty. Yeah, that's gorgeous. Okay, so what do you need to know? Let's, um, let's do a breath. Hold it at the top. What to focus on? What to focus on? Mm. Whoa. Repopulation. Oh, shit. <laughs> Are you thinking about having another kid? <laughs> you don't have to answer guys, that. Okay. You guys are going to make me pass out. Like, seriously. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this is not for me. This? This, is, this is for the okay, listeners. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. 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 <laughs> so it's a picture of uh, two apples. One is like the eaten apple core and the other is a full apple. And there's two hands. One is blue, one is purple. Number 18 of the deck. Repopulation. And I've never pulled this card before. So this okay, this is interesting. I'm, I'm ready for this. We all love to feel abundant and full. When you have a basket of full and shiny apples, it's hard to accept when all you get is a bunch of chewed up cores. In those cores, if you look past the fact that it's not plump and shiny, you'll see that there are seeds to be planted. It's not healthy to be overproducing. We need a break. We need a time to be low, down, and empty, just as much as we need that content fullness. If anything is real in this life, it's change. And the emptiness allows us to fill ourselves with the new to move on. Let us have peace in seeing the full cycle of our own constant repopulation. This is what we've been talking about. I mean, love it. I love <laughs> like it. hands up. I like, know, right? You can't make this stuff up. No, you can't. You can't. Oh my goodness. That's so good and so timely. Like it, like so good. So good. Mm. So listeners take whatever that means to you, like just take mm -hmm. it for, for what it's bringing up inside of you. And that's what it means. Yes. Yeah. I feel like we are repopulating moving forward from this crazy time. You know, we're repopulating yeah. by everyone society. going within and like re being reborn. Right. Mm -hmm. Reborn. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Repopulate. Yep. Ah, so good. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, and you can find the basic witches. Tell us where, where we can find you if we, when we want to follow you and do more, learn more about your courses as well. Yeah. We're streaming everywhere that you listen to podcasts, basic witches podcast. Um, and we're on Instagram and TikTok at basic witches. And there you can find our personal instas and find our courses and it's all in the link in our bio. You can okay. find our virtual full moon circles and be a 
hot merch and a Patreon. So yeah, it's like a whole world we've built. A whole I witchy love world. It. So come on it. in. <laughs> love it. Leah and Rachel, thank you so much. And thank we'll you. talk to you soon.